consistently supported the idea of an Ecuador free of large-scale open-pit mining. He's also said that mining should not take place in protected areas or near sources of water. However, with heavy lobbying of both the government and the National Assembly by industry representatives, and with the government planning to both regulate and participate in the new mining sector, alternative proposals could face a long haul. But those struggling for a national alternative to the extractive development model say that their efforts are also just beginning. For Free Speech Radio News, I'm Jennifer Moore in Quito, Ecuador. You've been listening to Free Speech Radio News. Our newscast is supported by Pacifica Radio, community radio affiliate stations, and listener supporters. We podcast at www.fsrn.org. That's fsrn.org. You can email us your feedback, questions, and story ideas to comments at fsrn.org. Today's newscast was produced by Monica Lopez and Tana Gysi. Headlines editor, Shannon Young. DC editor, Leanne Caldwell. And the technical production team at KPFA in Berkeley, Antonio Ortiz, Eric Klein, Puck Lowe, and Rose Katabshi. I'm Anitra Grisales. What's going on in here? Well, I told you, we're remodeling closets. I knew this was going to happen eventually, but not so soon. Come on, it's a new year, time to start over. Plus, we need more room for all your nasty construction boots. Uh, You mean stiletto heels? Whatever, they take up a lot of space, Imelda. So what's the difference between this year's closet and last year's closet? Well, um, we're going to have more student voice, regular guest editorials. What about the music and the insightful investigative reporting? Um, Oh, the gossip. Yeah, that'll still be there. Oh, thank my rainbows. Great. Let's get started. Hand me a glue stick and the glitter. Welcome to Closets Are For Clothes. Though I love the fact that everybody bounces when that, that last part of the music <laughs> <laughs> comes up. Um, we, but I do want to at least acknowledge, by the way, listening to Closets Over Clothes, February 6, 2008. We're right in the middle of WCBN's uh, 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 annual fundraiser. And um, and um, I, I just want to acknowledge to everybody that, that Gabe and I are aware of the fact that um, uh, we've been using that construction, that we're under construction for about a year now. Um, so we are in the process of developing a new uh, intro. And um, but at, at the same time, because we haven't had time, Gabe is not here tonight because he, being the 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 co-chair, the hostess with the mostess, the um, grand poopa of um, of uh, LGBT um, activism and and things, um, he is at the Creating Change Conference, which happened, uh, which is starting today. Yes. Um, and uh, so he is busy doing the coordinating and making sure all the rooms are all ready and set and everybody's arriving and things. So we have been, um, this evening, we have been um, uh, granted time um, by Kevin um, to, uh, yes, to, from um, the LGBT, excuse me, the... Um, 
It's still the LGBT office for now. Okay, gotcha. The LGBT office here at the University of Michigan. And um, and as tradition has it, um, we also have Keith Orr from uh, um, uh, Common Language in Outbar. And uh, by the way, Keith, thank you for the fabulous um, dinner this evening. So that, That's right. Tonight was uh, Outbar at WCBN. Exactly. Yeah, we, we oh. donated the food for the volunteers who are waiting to take your call at, what would that number be? <laughs> seven, three, I'm, I'm seven, looking all over it's the right, studio. Exactly. It's not like posted anywhere. <laughs> Here we go. The phone number is 763-3500, and that would be area code 734. If you are one of WCBN's listeners in Kuala Lumpur on the <laughs> World Wide Web. <laughs> Absolutely. And we have that listener. I happen to be online right now. No, I'm just kidding. No. But yes, exactly. So definitely you can uh, call in at that, like Keith had said, 734-763-3500. Um, um, or um, if you're one of those folks that are going to sign on um, to uh, the website, you could be able to go to wcbn.org um, and click on fundraiser or Gotta give. I don't know if that's on there. But so I know, a fundraiser today. Today is a fundraiser. And oh, uh, it actually goes, um, um, Kevin's, yeah, Kevin's new to the CBN fundraiser uh, routine here. Tell uh, us about it. Well, mm-hmm. well, actually, the fundraiser um, goes all week. We've been working on this since last um, Friday. So Friday evening, I guess, at 6 o'clock. And we're going to be carrying this through all the way till I guess, Saturday at 6? Is that correct arena she's like uh yeah sure yeah absolutely um but i know it goes from friday to to, to the follow to two saturdays so so it's a week-long fundraiser and this is what kind of helps pay our bills um keeps our um keeps us going keeps us um rocking or having fabulous conversations and um and i think i should point out that i believe it was two years ago um, the money raised during this show, Closets Are Foreclosed, was more than any other hour show. <laughs> That's wow. right, exactly. During the fundraiser. So, exactly. So, you know, station management stood up and took notice <laughs> that, that the queers were out there raising money. <laughs> so, so keep exactly. that in mind as you're listening and thinking of the value of listening to Dan Burns laugh once a week. Exactly, yes. exactly. Exactly. And how much that's worth to you? I mean, <laughs> is that worth a dollar a day? That's right. Exactly. You <laughs> or too. If you're queer, two dollar bill, perhaps. Well, then, <laughs> there you go. There you go. And um, so, yes. And the thing is, is that none of the money that's raised goes to any um, staff or anything. This is a completely voluntary um, organization and, and a, a, a student run, a community uh, supported um, a radio station. So, um, we definitely, um, so it really does go to toward all the equipment and and um, in fact even this year we're going to be doing some uh, renovation here in the uh, studio so these lovely offices are going to be these lovely studios are going to be renovated can you believe it I don't know why you'd need to (laughs) (laughs) well the reason why it's being renovated actually wasn't our choice it was actually because they're going to put in um, a venting system oh it wasn't because it was condemned no no (laughs) (laughs) and what impression would you give of that come on it has character it does have character, absolutely. Like smash records on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. They'll be keeping that. That's right. That's going back up. Exactly. So we're gonna. So they're gonna actually let us uh, breathe down here. So we actually get some, um, uh, I guess, air conditioning and, and and heat and all that good stuff. So um, being. As, I, as one of the, the DJ of another show would say, um, on uh, way on top in the basement of uh, uh, the SAB building. You'd always say, you know, 
who's broadcasting from the top of the SAB building here in the basement. But, so some and, heat for the flames, then. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and if you did want to support this important stuff, you would, might call 734 763 3,500. Absolutely. Absolutely. And from my understanding, we are like halfway through um, our, our goal. Um, I, I, I believe when I checked in before we got in the air, we had $13,161 uh, raised so far. So, and um, and so, and I believe our goal is 25000 but I think we surpassed that last year um, and actually made twenty-seven. So Over $27,000 last year, right? See? Yeah. So... Um, so and that can only happen if you call seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred. What was that number? Uh, I think it's seven three four seven six three thirty five hundred. Okay. Good, or good. you go to wcbn dot org, and because uh, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, there's um there are other things um that. Um, other fundraisers that have actually happened in our community, and 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 um, and many of that motivation um, or or success of those uh, fundraisers was due to um, our own Keith. Exactly, exactly. I didn't know if you wanted to. Um, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Keith and his partner Martin were named one of the finalists for Citizens of the Year in Ann Arbor by the Ann Arbor News. Woohoo! Congratulations. Well, thanks a lot. It was it was an incredible honor. We, um, uh, of course, you know, since they interviewed us and all, we knew about three or four days beforehand that we were finalists. Um, but oh wow! So they, just, they they just called you suddenly, and, right? Exactly. A couple oh, of days wow. before they said, uh, and you know that we didn't know if we were winners or just finalists. They of course wouldn't divulge that. Right. So right. Uh, and and Sunday when they announced this was we were always getting ready for brunch. So. Um, and and at the last minute, I was uh, sent to a grocery store for something we'd run out of the day before. And Martin said, "Pick up a pile, whatever it is." That's right. <laughs> and, exactly. and I was like, "So it's like you know, seven in the morning, Sunday." And I I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so I still didn't know until we uh, I got down to the the bar and, and we opened up the paper and saw. Um, so we were not actually named citizens of the year. We were, but we were finalists, and and, it, and it's sort of like the uh, um, Oscars, you know, just be nominated and honest. <laughs> yes, <it is. laughs> and, and, it, and it really is true. And the coolest thing about it to me is to the best of my knowledge and memory, there has never been um, a member of the GLBT community, right. mm -hmm. um, at least one who is associated with the GLBT community, mm -hmm. who has been a finalist. Exactly. Um, and so that that was really cool that they recognized that, you know, people who raise money for our causes, that this is an important part of the community as well. Definitely. Exactly. And, and the other thing is that um, is really cool about it is that, you know, um, Martin and I do not have deep pockets. It's not right. like mm -hmm. we're at right. the, you know, one of the guys. The, the guy who was um, just below us on the page, you know, is worth 84 million and giving out millions of dollars and all this sort of thing. And it's like, oh, you know, that would be nice. Yes. We, we can't do that. Right. But what we do is that we're able to get a lot of the community together and say and, and focus them on a project or a cause or right. something else. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they, you know, raise money. And, and, you know, we just don't do events at the bar if there isn't 
want some sort of fundraising component behind right. it. So it's this community that has made all of this possible. Well, and, it's also innovative. I yeah. mean, some of the things that you've come up with, and the one that I think is, is now na nationally known is the the reaction with Fred Phelps. Yes. The Phelps thing. Yes. Absolutely. You know? And in fact, you know, he was going to um, be at Heath Ledger's funeral until, of course, the family whisked the body off to Australia. Um, but if it was going to be in the States, they were going to be there because, of, of course, Heath Ledger had been ha, uh, had played Ennis in um, yeah. uh, Brokeback Mountain, Mountain. Um, and uh, uh, and Phelps was going to be there. And indeed, I got an email from somebody saying, "If that happens, I read about this thing you did, yeah. and, uh -huh. and we want to do something too." As it happened, you know, in this case, nothing nothing came of it because. Right. Phelps did not take the trip to Australia that I know of. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Exactly. But uh, nonetheless, it it still happens. I get calls all the time from people who um, Phelps is coming to do something wherever they are, and and they don't know about them. They Google them and find out about. Um, every minute counts. Our, our That's right. fundraiser, which said for every minute that he was um, protesting our bar, we uh, got people to pledge money to the Washington Rainbow Action Project. That's right. And, That's right. And it was so cool. Uh, we, we knew about it 48 hours beforehand, and um, in that 48 hours, we got pledges to the tune of two dollars per second. So we raised oh wow. So, so we, yeah, I, I like to say we made money a uh, dollar uh, um, for every bead in March. And so raised seventy five hundred dollars for wow. rap in one hour, and it was just it was just an amazing experience. Absolutely, but you know, it, like you say, we we do a lot of those types of things. Whether it's the monthly euchre tournament, and we say, okay, a part of the the pot goes to charity. Yes, um, the winner gets to pick the charity. I was just about to say it's the winner that gets the to winner, choose it. Exactly, yep. and so you know, just even little things like that. We just um, and of course at the bar we're constantly having people come in and say you know oh push our product you know feature yeah. our product you know put up this point of sale thing and we say tell us how it's going to raise money for the hiv aids resource center yeah. or for rap or for uh the coalition for adoption rights or for lesbian moms network you tell us how you can help us raise money for that and yeah we'll yeah. help push your product exactly so, exactly but it's not also yeah. not just lgbt stuff either I mean, that's the other thing, too, is that you guys, I mean, it's not just LGBT things that you're dealing with. So well, that's true. I mean, we do definitely go outside um, to, to things that are important to us. And you like know, WCBN, yeah. WCBN <laughs> um, or, or, you know, uh, Performance Network or Ann Arbor Civic Theater or the Blackbird Theater. Um, I guess you could argue, of course, that anything theatrical is kind of gay anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and, you know, the, the, the dogs thing, you know, obviously yes. the border collie, uh, Great Lakes border collie rescue. I love to raise money for them because yes. our Teddy came from there Aww. and yeah, or the humane society or mosaic feline refuge. And, you know, so we do those types of things, but you know, I think that's important too, because, um, just as I like the fact that this citizen of the year recognizes gay <laughs> philanthropy as um, valid. Yes. Um, on the uh, it also by having um, uh, uh, going out and raising money for um, things in the larger community lets the larger community see how we're part of that community as yes. well. We so, contribute to that. 
yes. exactly. So, so I think that that's really important. And sometimes there are cool ways of combining the the two. Um, and I we do joke that, and and maybe it's not a joke. Maybe some year we'll actually do this. That we're going to write a book called Guerrilla Fundraising: How to Raise Money When You Don't Know People Who Can Write Five Thousand Dollar Checks. Right. Right. <laughs> And um, one of the rules that we've come up with is give people an alternate reason to give. And an example of that is for the Performance Network, when they were raising money for their new space, um, we uh, uh, said, you know, well, gosh, we don't know. There's no one I can go to and say, give me $5,000 or $3,000 so that your name can go on the wall. So I um, suggested, can we have a group? and have that group go on the wall. I said, sure. So, you know, we had an LGBT visibility project. project, And so people, you know, who wanted to support the theater and had, you know, 50 bucks to give, gave to that project. We raised 3,000 bucks. And and then the LGBT visibility project is on that wall at the Performance Network for now and forever. Very nice. So, you know, stuff like that. You know, give people another reason to give. Absolutely. And we are always trying to give you a reason to give to WCBN. um, And um, and you can definitely do that by calling 734-763-3500. I know Rita's looking at me like, you got that in again. Um, and uh, Or definitely signing on to our website at um, uh, wcbn.org. By the way, I didn't mention at the top of the hour, Arita is our new um, engineer. So she is um, our new closets engineer. So um, so you'll be hearing that um, name quite often now and in the future and things like this. And she still is like, cool. uh-uh, I'm not going on the air. Uh-uh-uh. She's like, oh, don't even try it. But we're going to sneak his tape recorder in there or something. You know, We'll do something to get her on the air. She, but unfortunately, she has the controls. So <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do it. But. And, and in that sense, she is on the air. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely. So please help keep us on the air and do- uh, donate to WCBN at 734-763-3500. Yes, absolutely. So there are other things that are going on also this week, um, which we've been kind of talking about. And I realized that um, actually I had um, a brunch with some friends and they had asked me, okay, so you keep talking about this creating change thing that's coming to Detroit. And like, what is it? Is it just this highfalutin, you know, all these big wigs coming in? And, and, and I w- was stunned that I was like, you listen to the show and we never got into that. I was like, wow. So... Guys, what? How would you describe creating change? Because apparently, I'm not describing it properly. <laughs> well, um, then it's um, an activists' um, conference put on by the National Gay and Lesbian Task Force. These guys do just incredible work. Absolutely. You know, um, HRC within our community, people argue about, you know, oh, uh, are they valuable? Are they not? Are they too white? Are they too, you know, all of this. And a lot of our national organizations, you can have arguments about. And I'm not saying HRC is bad because I, I think they do really great and important work. They have work. a different work. Yeah, they the, have different work than what NGLTF does. But NGLTF, boy. There is no arguing about them. Mm-hmm. These guys um, have have done great work for the gay community for so many years. And, and one of the things they do every year is put on a conference. They realized about 20 years ago that um, there are a lot of people out there who wanted to do help with activist and grassroots work and um, needed 
support and needed help. And one of the ways they could do that is by doing a conference which where people could learn about it. Mm -hmm. So this has been going on 20 years. This is the 20th anniversary. And uh, it was kind of exciting because the 10, 10th year was here in Detroit. And oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, wow. So for, so for the 20 year, they came back. Um, so it's down at the Rensen. Is it still called the Rensen? The Rensen. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, sure. I don't know. The, we'll call it that. That's what I know changes, it as. Yeah. With all of the changes, you never yes. know. Um, I think it's like now the Marriott. It, right. Okay, it's no it the longer Renson. the West. He's usually down with all the lingo. Oh, right. there we go. Renson okay, so good. good. Uh, okay, there we go. So it's it is definitely the Renson. Okay, and um, so uh, anyway, the, this conference. Um, is there about uh, two and a half days of, of workshops. So that'll be the Friday, Saturday, and I think there's one session Sunday morning mm -hmm. before the, the closing session. Um, and, and these workshops are anywhere from 90 minutes to three hours long, depending on whether it's sort of a 101 type mm -hmm. workshop yep. or a little more in-depth. Um, and th they range um, the whole gamut from, you know, how to do a mailing, how to um, organize, um, how to... Um, examine racism within your organization how you know a wide wide variety of very cool stuff um Even for me of course i'm always interested in the fundraising i was gonna say there's it, fundraising you know. in there exactly um and then today and tomorrow they're doing um what they call pre-conference institutes which are day-long institutes and those are these are really great so probably a little late for the listeners to be getting in but just so you know the type of stuff they're doing um i believe uh tomorrow they're doing one on community centers mm -hmm. so and and in fact i think in the course of that they're going to go visit affirmations oh wow um and you know it, and so these little community centers throughout the um, nation you know people will come in and they're going to learn about how leslie thompson and that board um you know managed to put together the resources to do this incredible Absolutely. community center and how to do the organizing to make this happen and i think um, even affirmations is the third largest in the country or something like that i mean it's like it's it's it's, it's up there yeah mm -hmm. it's up there in la and uh, new york mm -hmm. and things so and then sprinkled in between, they have plenary sessions. And, uh, oh, gosh, I should have the website up. Who are some of the people that are going to be there? There's Gene Robinson's going to be yep. there. Um, is it Julian Bond? Julian, Julian Bond, Bond is doing one. Matt Foreman. That's of course Matt Foreman, who is um, the uh, executive director of the NGLTF, and and Matt is is a tremendous guy. Um, uh, uh, he is moving on. Um, mm -hmm. Just announced that I think last week, which yep. is. Um, uh, too bad for NGLTF, but uh, he's done some great, great work with them. So um, that that will be. Uh uh, it'll be interesting to see who who replaces him. Absolutely, yes, and 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 also just to see the work that he's done all this, all this time. That's <laughs> and, the website. <laughs> <laughs> so when you uh, click on the I, website, that's that's, that's the, the song that comes. They out. used our old um, our old entry for uh, closets. In fact, for a moment, I thought you had gone to the uh, closets <laughs> or for clothes website, but no, that was the Creating Change website. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we, CreatingChange.org. So you can check it out there. For exactly. Yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, but, an amazing conference, and it's very funny. I, I've gone the last two years, and. Uh, we were um, at Oakland. We were there, and 
you know, Oakland has a few gay bars. It's not a it's right across the <laughs> it's right across the bay, of course, from you know San Francisco. That's right. Um, but you know, so we we're like, where where are we gonna go? Well, it didn't take too long to figure out the busiest gay bar in town was the hotel bar, <laughs> <laughs> and they had no martini glasses. Can oh, you imagine? Oh wow! <laughs> they were trying to serve Cosmos in wine glasses. It was like, oh, <laughs> something has to happen here. But uh, obviously, there wasn't a gay banter there. <laughs> <laughs> but so, if you want to see the gay action this weekend in Absolutely. Ann Arbor, Ann Arbor, yeah, in in, in Detroit, well, head on it, down to the Renz. Exactly, but I mean, that's what's so amazing is that that's like two to three thousand people. Activists are coming into town, Absolutely. and you know that the bars in and and the um, various venues that we have in Detroit aren't going to be able to fill all those people. So there will be some spill out into Royal Oak, Ann Arbor, Ferndale. I mean, we've it, it definitely. You know, we'll have a, you know, there will be lots of new people around this uh, this weekend. Yeah. We so. have a place to be. That's right. Exactly. Right. And I think that that's what's so great about this conference, too, is that the, not only do we have the, the major decision makers for a lot of our community or the ones that can be able to, um, you know, if there's an issue going on in, you know, Montana that they can be able to find a funder to send you know a ton of folks to help out with a situation or whatever um but th- there's there's also folks that like have never you know that just came out have never been in the in the gay community and they go to this and just the exposure and the and the and the um exposure in the good way folks uh, <laughs> but exposure but the um the well, that's yeah. <laughs> exactly oh that's true wait a minute the exposure the the, the ability to meet positive role models there you go there Thank you, you go Kevin <laughs> yeah, exactly um, uh, and, and that you could be able to you know and be able to see folks who are brand new to the community and also talk to and please forgive me the elders of our community and things like this and 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 passing on that knowledge and things so and and like you say the fact that they're coming from all over the united states is pretty amazing last year um uh for those of you who've been paying attention to creating change for years you'll notice it's in february now and it's almost always been in november yes and in fact one of the reasons they decided to do that was it was always right after the election and you know in the case of last year it was literally after people were like you know finishing whatever thing they were doing and hopping on a plane late that night or first thing in the morning to get to creating change so they decided it would make more sense to to move it away from that but last year it was something that was right after the 06 election um and uh uh, of course we'd had um a giant victory in the gay community for Mm -hmm. the first time um, a state had uh, voted down one of these uh, anti-gay That's right. amendments. That's right. And it was in, of all places, Arizona. Right. And we were just, you know... Uh, so anytime you saw anyone from Arizona, you were like high-fiving them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, good job, good job. But, you know, this was the great thing about it was, you know... Uh, uh, if if there had been no interaction here, we'd be thinking, oh, how cool. Well, it was funny because we were getting sort of an odd reaction. People were like, you know, smiling and going, yeah, yeah, thanks. But there wasn't the jubilation that the oh. rest of us were feeling. Interesting. And the reason why, and they came up before one of those plenary <laughs> sessions and got up and said, you know, I, 
uh, we thank you for all of your congratulations. But, you know, for us, there's a mixed blessing here. We had been part of a coalition because there was this anti-gay amendment on, but there were also five uh, amendments on that were in one way or another anti-immigrant or anti uh, and uh, and basically very racist um, initiatives. And the other five went down. Wow. And while, you know, we're thrilled that ours, you know, we were yep. we were victorious, the other five we were not. So and and then they went on and this is the type of create cool yes. creating change stuff. Yep. It wasn't just a, you know, lecture to us, you know. Yes. Instead they went on and said, So, here's the thing I want you guys to think about. From now on, anytime anybody says illegal alien, stop them and say they aren't aliens, they're human beings, yeah. mm-hmm. and human beings are not illegal. That's right. Ever. Yep. Um, stop them and say, if you must describe a certain group of people, maybe undocumented workers might be a, yep. an, a, an accurate description mm-hmm. of them that does not dehumanize them, because that's part of the, the um, right wing's job here, is to dehumanize them and turn them into Aliens, That's not right. human beings. That's right. And make them illegal. Yes. And they're not illegal. What I think that speaks to is um, a focus of the conference, which is coalition building across yes. different movements. Absolutely. You know, not just focusing on LGBT stuff, but how can we work with other groups um, to further equality for everybody and justice for all. Exactly. And in fact, I know one of the pre-conference institutes is about erasing racism from your organization Mm -hmm. and, you know, trends, how to how to to put the T in LGBT Mm -hmm. and, you know, a lot of that coalition building. You're absolutely right. And also around class lines. I mean, that's exactly, you know, like you're talking about with fundraising with, um, you know, okay, we can't afford the three thousand, but maybe we can all get a bunch of people that can afford the five five dollars, you know. Mm -hmm. And and how we can still do, you know, still be a part of the community. And I think, you know, at whatever level of, of you know, whatever class you're at or um, or even separating the issue of, of like we were talking about last. I, I, I know you two listened heavily to the show last week. Um, and um, but last week we were talking about where there was a seemed to be where there was a, um, a high amount of trans. Um, trans self transphobia, like internalized transphobia, mm-hmm. there seem to be also a, a high amount of racism, and how they seem to be collating with each other and things. And so, one of the things that they were, you know, that I think the, the NGLTF looks at is all of that. It's like we, uh, right. you know, uh, um, putting that all together. So, um, so one of the things in, in putting it all together, um, we have. Um, uh, I, I wanted to definitely encourage folks to um, to donate to WCBN and uh, FM Ann Arbor um, and call in uh, at 734-763-3500 um, or sign on to our website at wcbn.org um, and we do have somebody who actually did contribute um, to um, our uh, to Closets Are For Clothes um, thank you so much Martin Contreras um, <laughs> I appreciate it um, and they're, they're the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly and um, one of the things that um, the comment that um, that he wanted us to put up is that uh, it's actually a question. Uh, the show is called Closets Are for Clothes. <laughs> there should be more commentary about clothes and fashion. <laughs> so, um, and so it's a, um, so definitely the, the clothes that we sometimes see at creating change can also be very um, interesting, especially with uh, the weather. And, and, you know, there's also, of course, one of the difficulties of talking about clothes is that it, it, it is a clothing optional show. 
That's right. Exactly. Exactly. You never know when as, we're as pulling. As he gets up, we wonder what's happening next. <laughs> Absolutely. In fact, I was reading an article today um, about... Um, uh, but, well, okay, folks, this is going to be really kind of funny how this is all kind of linking. But I was went to this bodybuilder's website. I won't even tell you why I was there. But one of the com- <laughs> one of the things out there is that somebody actually was making a comment about okay, people, we all need to kind of grow up about um, this website because of what people are wearing or what people are 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 not wearing is that there's been some commentary about some people are doing back shots, um, but without any any underwear or something like this and um or wearing a thong but yet the whole point of the website was so that they could be able to show the definition of a muscle or show the the growth of the work that they've done Mm -hmm. and and be able to show so by wearing like you know these shorts that that kind of double as skirts kind of a thing like really is that really helping our cause and there was this debate Mm -hmm. and so one of the things he was saying is like you know what we when we were most impressionable about our clothing was when we were growing up and mom and dad to make sure they could save some money knowing that we were going to have to grow into our clothing would buy two sizes high you know up because you would grow into that clothing and so when we were yeah exactly that we would that we thought that that was fashion that i'm supposed to wear things that are baggy and things like this and and why shouldn't I wear things that are much more tight-fitting and things like this? Well, then what was hysterical is then when you started actually, when I Googled the person's name, yes, he definitely wears things that are form-fitting. Um, it was very interesting about how, yeah, he definitely practices what he preaches. I mean, there were you could definitely see every ripple and everything he was, um, what he was wearing. But um, and I thought, but it was really interesting to see because it's a very straight hetero. Um, uh, website that one of the things that people were really commenting says, you know, that's true. I spend all this time in the gym working out, making sure my body's sculpting and all these different things. And what do I wear? These like t-shirts that are like too big, really baggy, you know, pants or jeans or, you know, where I don't show off all the work I've been doing. And I mm. thought, hmm, like this. And so I was hoping there, you know, there might be a change in our culture from this little uh, commentary that he did. Did you lose power? Is that what happened? I, I did, but oh, that's okay. Okay. Um, it's a borrowed laptop. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> What's going on? That's well, right. Maybe when Gabe I could comes bitch back. about Vista for a little while if you'd like. <laughs> 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 well, Martin, if you're listening, maybe when Gabe comes back, he can talk more about fashion because in the office, he actually issues fashion citations to people who, no! violate, who violate his fashion rules. Excellent. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. We're going to have to. We, uh, we, Martin and I, last uh, Halloween, we did come as the fashion police. <laughs> 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 we were issuing <Excellent>. citations. <laughs> <laughs> so he hands out these little cards that are really funny. There's a description that says, you may not believe in, believe in fashion, but the rest of us have to look at you. <laughs> and then there's a list of offenses, and he marks which one you're guilty of. <laughs> Excellent. Are there fines involved? Um, I won't say. (laughs) (laughs) But I I have received a citation. (laughs) Uh Uh I can admit that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can have just one, you know, come on. You know, it's uh, exactly. I I can't wait. I didn't know about this part about Gabe. Goodness gracious. You have to invite me every so often so you can get the scoop. Exactly. Get the the other side of... Gabe heavy R exactly so well and um so I actually I don't know what time it is I'm in a different spot today people don't know it's, that are listening but um, it's six thirty three oh wow okay right gotcha okay so um yes but, normally Dan would be in your right speaker and now of course he's 
Right smack right. in the center. Now he's right <laughs> in the center, right? But that doesn't mean that you can't give money. That's right. And how would you do that? I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you perhaps call 734-763-3500 and, oh. and say how valuable this service is to you. Absolutely. And Fashion and, tips. Okay. We might start offering fashion That's right. tips. There you go. Exactly. Fashion tips. Cough up some Oh, that cash. could be one of our premium next year. <laughs> fashion <laughs> tips for a $25 uh, gift. Um, but yeah, so definitely please call. And we do have actually, speaking of fashion, um, if you do, uh, I don't know what... For our T-shirts, our WCBN T-shirts, is it? Do you know how much it is? Um, of course, our our volunteers on our um, they're uh, busy eating food from the outside. Yeah, well, that's right, exactly, <laughs> and answering those phones. Um, but there is uh, if it's busy, please call back. Yeah, that's right, exactly. <laughs> or go online to wcbn.org. There you go, exactly, and click on fundraiser. Um, but um, there is the we do have uh, our fashionable T-shirts and uh, fashionable mugs to be cool, and I think we've got lots of other stuff that um, you can also choose from if you were interested. So, um, but yes, please um, um, show your support and um, thank thirty-five dollars. Okay, thirty-five dollars for a T-shirt, um, and you can get that at seven three four seven six three thirty-five hundred. Um, and, and even if you're listening to the show, I think probably, you know, a week from now, cause I don't, we have a lot of our listeners that are, uh, um, podcast, you know, listening on their pod iPods and things. Podcast. Podcast. Is that what it's called? See, yes. t- I'm so in, you know, <laughs> I, I know all this stuff. See, um, that, uh, um, that if you're listening to this a week later or so, or maybe you can always donate to, um, us at, uh, at WCBN.org and click on fundraiser. Um, uh, so anyway, so um, there are going to be some very interesting speakers and authors at the uh, Creating Change conference as well. And um, true. so I see a stack of books that I, uh, I do. And in fact, uh, since since you actually have been sitting here talking about creating change and sort of playing co-host and all of that. But <laughs> really, you did ask me on to talk about, about books. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. How does this always happen with us, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> You're just so interesting, Keith. I can't help it. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, and, and I did bring along a couple of um, books that were very much creating change um oriented so to oh, speak. Oh, gotcha. Since okay. Books can have an orientation too, can't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, um uh, we I mentioned that this is the 20th year of creating change. There's one woman who has been part of the organizing committee all 20 years. Her name is Sue Hyde, and in fact, I believe for 16 years now she has been the conference organizer. Wow. And Sue is truly the goddess of Absolutely. creating change. Absolutely. Um, she's an amazing woman. Um, and, and of course, to a lot of people, they first discover that her through creating change. And you think, how amazing that this woman can be so organized to put together this unbelievable conference made up of um, a thousands and thousands of different elements yes and yet they all come together and it looks like you know that this is a day-to-day operation right right and and the thing is she does this type of organizing um throughout the year with lots of other projects as well and has for many years with many different organizations so um she has written a book called very appropriately come out and win organizing yourself your community and your world Excellent. Um, and so you know anyone who has had anything to do with her 
boy, this is just an amazing little um, synopsis of of how she is able to do the amazing amount of things that she does. Um, and uh, I know we're not supposed to say prices, so I right. won't, so I won't say how much this book is. Suffice it to say, it is designed to be affordable to your. <laughs> um, you were talking about class situations. This, yes, this ain't no twenty six ninety five hardcover. Right, Let's just right. put it that way. It is designed to be very affordable. Yeah. So if you can't make it to Creating Change, come on by the bookstore and at least check out um, her her book, Come Out and Win. Absolutely. Um, and she's got lots of things. As we actually did um, have a little had her on the air for a little bit, oh, did um, and you? she Excellent. talked about uh, the, about this book. And there were some really valuable um, uh, tips that she actually gave. And in fact, I was trying to find the. Um, I, I guess the uh, table of contents is always in the beginning of the, uh, <laughs> the book. Usually, um, but there was a, a couple. Um, um, I think t- yeah, tools of our trade, um, and how to develop a game plan, and um, you know, know our friends and stand with our friends and things like this, and so doing a lot of community. Um, organizing, absolutely, exactly, and it's designed to be a very practical type of book. Yes. You know, it's not a memoir. It's this is this is workbook type stuff. It's and it's really well written. Which you know, with Sue, I'd be surprised if anything wasn't done incredibly well. Right, that she touched, right, so. absolutely. So yeah, she decided to write a book, and she wrote a oops. Never say swears on radio, says the sign. I yes. it, she wrote a darn good one. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Because we wouldn't want to see WCBN FM Ann Arbor right. lose their license. Right. Just because I got excited about <laughs> Sue Hyde. And in fact, quite the opposite. We want to see them thrive. So call 734-763-3500 and donate now. Uh, let's see. Another guy who's going to be there. And I hadn't heard of this guy before, but... Um, his name's Bernie Horn, um, and he's got this book called Framing the Future. And if you've um, read Don't Think of an Elephant, um, the, mm. the Bernie Lackoff book, um, you know, which was mm-hmm. a lot about how one of the problems with liberals is we don't know how to frame the issues very right, well. Right, right. And so this was, uh, uh, it, it was a huge bestseller um, and uh, a few years back. Um, but it was also, it wasn't, Unlike Sue's book, it wasn't necessarily a real practical guide. It was a little book that sort of got you thinking. Mm-hmm. And um, and this Framing the Future um, by Bernie is, um, Bernie Horn is, um, sort of goes that next step and says, let's look at some practical real life applications and how we can take that idea of how to frame things and use it to win elections for progressives. Yes. Um, and in fact, the subtitle is how progressive values can win elections and influence people. Um, mm. So just, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting him this weekend. Absolutely. Um, the, the book, I haven't read the book. I've only had a chance to, it just arrived in the bookstore late last week. I've only had a chance to look through it, but sort of looking, peeking through, it looks like a great practical type of um, book. So I'm looking forward to meeting him. That's the type of stuff that's great at uh, creating change. So those were, uh, we actually, there's several other authors as well, but I didn't want to like, you know, Right. Inundate it with that. So there were those two. Um, I didn't bring a whole lot of books because I knew we'd be talking about creating change. And so often right. I bring too many. Yeah. So, <laughs> right, um, right. So let's see. I, I brought this one along, which has a creating change type of um, uh, thing, but only because I met the guy in Oakland at creating oh, change. Oh, there you go. Um, his name is Ian Phillips. Um, and he's. 
Ian and his partner Greg Wharton are um, are sort of the bad boys of of GLBT literature. Ooh. In fact, um, mm. where, where there was a uh, you familiar with Michelle T. The woman who wrote uh, Valencia, oh, Chelsea Wilson. Yes. We've, we've had her stuff in the book club. That's right. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. And and she was um, here in town this uh, last weekend, with, or not last weekend, last fall, with um, Sister Spit Tour. Wonderful. And on the cover of this book, she says, Ian Phillips is a very well wet very well-read, very blasphemous, dirty little piggy. Wow. <laughs> so this is, that's Michelle's view of Ian Phillips. Intriguing. It, it, he is intriguing. Um, and um, so so this is a collection of short stories called um, Satyriasis, Literatica Squared. Um but uh, uh, his, his own description on the back of the cover says, Ian Phillips is a flaming sodomite and gentleman sadist and wicked witch about town. Satyriasis is his second collection of literatica. His first, See Dick Deconstruct, won the Lambda Literary Award for Best Erotica. He lives in low-key infamy in San Francisco. Where else? With publishing, editing, writing, Wunderkind Greg Wharton. Rumor has it that he'll be pa- uh, posting excerpts from his forthcoming novel at his website, www.ianphillips.com. This is actually now a lie. They, oh. they lost their lease in, at their place in San Francisco, and they, of all things, moved to Cleveland. They did, um, <laughs> I, I know, he complains about it regularly on his blog. Um, but nonetheless, they, they found the right rent there, um, and the right rent not only for themselves, but for their press, Suspect Thoughts Press. And and in spite of the fact that, you know, this is uh, su- there's some very funny stuff here, Suspect Thoughts Press is just one of those great little presses that um, is able to do things that the big presses would be afraid to do. Uh, They're just wonderful stuff. So anyway, I brought along um, Ian Phillips' brand new book. I was going to say, when you started the... the, um Reading the description um, of Ian, I was like, "Gosh, that can almost be any queen I know." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um, well, uh, maybe not any queen because remember, he does. She, Michelle T, does say Ian Phillips is a very well read, very uh, blasphemous, dirty little piggy, and and you know that's a nice combination: the blasphemous, dirty little piggy with well read. That's right. Um, that's right. I, I met him, as I say, at uh, um, Creating Change two years ago. Well, two and a half because of that shift. They that's did. right. There you um, go. But uh, he was just a fascinating, fascinating, dirty little piggy. Um, <laughs> so uh, highly recommend anything by him. Um, do you watch The L Word? Um, no. No. Do you, Kevin? I've seen one episode. There you go. Hey, so ah. As much as I've, I've seen two. Woo-hoo. Okay. Well, it is it is sort of an all-male group in here. Yes. But I do watch The L Word regularly. Um, it, it started off by necessity, um, but uh, we do um, enjoy watching it a lot. Yeah. They anyway, at the bar on Sundays, don't they? We do. Uh-huh. And, and the, this is how I started watching it okay. by necessity. We can't get Showtime at the bar. No. Yeah. Mm. So... So really, so wow. I, I probably shouldn't be saying this on the air, <laughs> but we tape it at home and da- run oh, it, <laughs> there you run go, down, there you go, run it down to uh, the bar, and um, so we watch it uh, as we're taping it. Well, uh, w- one of the characters in it um, writes a blog, and um, uh, and she was at a very closeted gay party in Hollywood oh. in this last episode, mm. and. Um, 
and it was pointed out to her that um, there was this NBA player there. So she has her little camera phone and she takes a picture. Oh, wow. Well, um, right after this is when uh, John Amici came out, the former NBA player. Oh, wow. And uh, so... Um, at the uh, uh, the next a couple of scenes later is um, the person that she had just seen at the closeted gay pay, uh, um, party saying about how he didn't want any fag on his team like this and wow. he's glad he's no longer in the NBA and good thing he didn't come out while he was still in the NBA because it's just wrong. Well, you know, anyways, <laughs> it, 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 she ends up like, you know, putting uh, blasting him exactly out of the water. right, and, and there's still repercussions to come. So if you haven't been watching the L word, oh. you can catch up on that. See, that's my problem is that yeah. I just uh, that I I love that when people are talking about the L word because I I, I talk about the L word and things, but it's always so interesting that like where is the story going to go next? You know, exactly, so and it, it's, it's really well written. Yeah, so it is very much worth watching. Um, anyway, so for just that reason, I brought along John Amici's book, <laughs> Man in the Middle. Um, we met John um, uh, last year at uh, um, Glad Media Awards, oh. and um, and it was very fun because he was at our table, and you know those dinner tables that are ten feet wide, yep. and the bread's on the other side, and you have to interrupt all the conversations <laughs> and have eight people. Not when John's at your table. <laughs> His arm is long enough to reach. All the way across that table and get it for you, but he, he's um, just a wonderful guy and and um, interesting book. He's he's not um, you know it was funny because uh, before the media awards we were at a reception with him you know where they were honoring him and everything and he was being introduced as NBA star John Amici. And, you know, it's easy to believe looking at him, he looks like an NBA star, you know, wow. seven, seven foot 14 and, you know, wow. all this. And uh, plus very handsome. Uh, and he has a British accent, which really? adds to the sexiness of wow. the Wow. Yeah. So, uh, you know, very wonderful. But uh, as and he said, he when he- where did he grow up? Is he from? Great Britain. He is from yeah, Great Britain. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so anyway, there's- um, he gets up after being introduced and said, well, I'm very flattered that you call me a star. <laughs> but really, you know, I was not a star. I was in the NBA, and that's a great honor and wonderful right there, but I was not a star. <laughs> wow. Oh, there you go. Humble, even. Exactly. <laughs> so very delightful stuff. Oh, wow. Uh, actually, this is this just got stuck in there. We don't sell this book here. Oh, oh it's, okay. It's a cookbook on ducks and geese. <laughs> <laughs> I was just carrying it home. And, and it um, though we do have a cookbook section. Starting to think about dinner tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, I don't think I'm going to be having time tomorrow. We are moving the bookstore to Creating Change. Tonight, I will not be having time oh, to make dinner. Yeah. Yeah. I'll so be eating at the out bar, the just like the volunteers uh, here at WCBN. And they're volunteers here because it is a fundraising edition. That's right. And you could uh, give money to WCBN by calling 734-763-3500. Absolutely. Um, uh, but we do have a cookbook section there. I just didn't, uh, at the bookstore, I just didn't <laughs> bring anything from it. The, the other thing, I was going to... Um, one of my favorite books that I've been pushing lately uh, on people is called Design Flaws of the Human Condition mm -hmm. um, uh, by a guy named Sh Paul Schmidtberger. Um, and uh, um, 
he's an expat now. He's living in Paris. Um, oh. But he was uh, a lawyer before, but this has very little to do with that book. Um, it, uh, and, and I only have, I, I could probably get away with um, uh, saying that I had the book in my hand. I don't have the book in my hand <laughs> right now because I was going to grab it and, and Casey said, oh, that's packed already for tomorrow. Don't, don't. <laughs> so I thought, I'll dash home. I have my copy at home. And then I got in the car and, and realized with the weather the way it is oh, right now. Yeah. For those of you who are listening on the World Wide Web and are maybe in Kuala Lumpur. That's right. <laughs> does it, does it, is, I don't even know where Kuala Lumpur is. Is, is it warm? It, I, um, think, I think it's warm. Sure. Yes, absolutely. I, with a name like that. Warm. Like a, Absolutely, yeah. with a name like that. Anyway, sure. it is not here. It is raining and or, or, or uh, snowing, and there's ice. And so it was raining in the morning. It now was. It's, <laughs> now it's snowing, and there's ice underneath because of that rain. Exactly. And it's basically really ugly. So yes. I realized very quickly, I'm not dashing home. Right. Um, right. Oh, Ten minutes. Gotcha. Um, so what anyway, is this book? Anyway, the book is just hilarious. It's about these two um, folks, uh, Iris and Ken, um, who uh, uh, meet because they've both been sent to an anger management class. <laughs> Iris. Um, what a way to beat your partner. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about that. Um, Sounds like the great start of a relationship. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is. And Iris Iris was uh, uh, had had a very bad business trip, and she was on her way back to New York and got bumped from business class, if you can oh, imagine. Oh, no. Had to sit back there with the plebeians. <laughs> and and a whole series of incidents follow, and she ends up yelling at um, one of the flight attendants who has her whisked away by the TSA. Oh. Well, the judge realizes this was an overreaction, but also realizes we have to do something, says, if you go to an anger management class, will that be fine with you? Will that be fine with you? Fine, go. Right. Okay, so that's how she gets there. Um, Ken gets there because um, he's an English teacher and um, and an English teacher trying to live in New York on an English teacher's salary. So he has two other jobs. Right. Uh, one of them at the same, in the school's library. Uh, okay. Works part time there. And then he also does some copy editing at a law firm which is the best pain of the three jobs. Gotcha, yes. Um, but the one he hates most. Oh. And he is, and he is um, accosted um, by one of the lawyers because they're on a deadline and you know, another wonderful story to read. He ends up getting fired um, as a result of one particular lawyer. And um, so uh, that means he goes home early. Ah. And walks in on the boyfriend having sex with somebody else. Ooh. So, you know, he, of course, throws out the ultimatum, expecting the boyfriend to, like, um, be humble and send off the the trick. Instead, the boyfriend (laughs) walks off with the trick. Oh, ouch, ouch. So he's lost his job, lost his boyfriend. Well, he starts writing in books at the library. Oh, As no. he points out, they're all true <laughs> <laughs> about his boyfriend. <laughs> or ex-boyfriend. Oh, that's right. He seems to not recognize him as his ex-boyfriend. <laughs> he gets caught and guess what? Gets sent to an anger management that's right, class. That's right. So they end up spying for each other. And this is it's just a hilarious book. Design flaws. Of the human condition. Oh so gosh. there you go. Um, check that one out. Absolutely. So those, that's pretty much what I b- brought along, other than I'm 
I think I'm excited about this. Um, it's actually months away yet, um, but I just met with my uh, a rep for one of my publishers, uh-huh. and she gave me um, the uncorrected proof for The Sandcastle, Rita Mae Brown. See, now this is the size yeah. of book that I could read. <laughs> well, it is a you tiny know. little book. It's true. It is. It's and kind of hand. How about the size of my hand? It's like and 50 pages. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and so I hope, uh, you know, as I say, she just handed it to me, so I haven't read it yet, but presumably it's going to be, it's about um, some of the same characters from some of her earlier novels. Oh, okay. The, um, uh, not the Ruby Fruit Jungle, it was... Um, oh, another fantastic. Give me a moment. That's um, right. Uh, right. And um, uh, the Six of One, there we go, the oh, okay. Six of One um, series. Um, and, you know... I it's been my view that Rita has sort of lost her way in terms of the literary world. She's been writing all of these mysteries, which I don't think are even that good mysteries. Oh, so no. So I'm kind of hoping this could be that, this is, that this is a return to some of her more literary roots. And, and I'm not, now, what being, and I'm not being a literary snob here because I love mysteries. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I love mysteries too. But but I mean, like, uh, well, like, like, is this something, uh, is, this, is this not a mystery then? Or what is she no, better no, at? No, it's not a mystery. It's supposed okay. to be a um, sort of continuation of that Six of One series. Oh, so, okay. Um, gotcha, the next chapter. Yeah, so I'm hoping, gotcha. I'm hoping for for good things out of this. Absolutely. But, and I'll report back to you here on Closets or for Clothes if I if it is. And so you can run out and snap it up when it comes out. In, Absolutely. I think it's May that it comes out. Okay. So shouldn't take me long to read this one. As you say, it's a little thing here. 99 pages in See? the uncorrected proof. See? And double-sided? Version. No, I'm just kidding. It, it, it is double-sided. I'm sorry. And uh, that uh, works. That's okay. Yeah. But so. yeah, I mean, that's, um, and see now that's one of the valuable things of listening to, um, closets over clothes on WCBN is that you even get, you know, a, a, um, information before it comes out, you that's know, right. that, that it's on its way. So you can play in, save those pennies and, and, and save those pennies and even start donating to, um, WCBN yeah. and keeping us on the air and, and, um, uh, and you could do how that. Would you do that? And you could do that by calling seven, three, four, 763-3500. Operators uh, are standing by. They if you are. Get a busy yeah. signal. Please call back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Or and, go and online do, too. That's right. You can. WCBN.org. Absolutely. That's and right. click on fundraiser. And you said this is WCBN, but really. To give the full thing, this is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because we have to say that. How often do you have to say that? Um, I th- just, uh, well, I think once every hour. I think it's at the top and the bottom. Um, oh, so I've said so. it way more times than I have. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's okay because we need to make sure that people know who they're donating yes. to and um, and and how to find us on that dial. You know, that's one of the things I think it's hysterical about. We never say the number, which is 88.3, but... Um, um, but if you're listening, don't you already know that? Unless, I guess unless you're listening on the World Wide Web. Right. Mm-hmm. And You may have a... Um, may not be dialing... Well, that's true. And that's the other thing, too, is that we do... That's one of the things that's really also great about this station, is that we really do... I think if the the report that's outside um, in our lobby says that we... I think we reach like 30 different countries or something like that and um, through our podcasting. Is, wow. um, is Kuala Lumpur one of them? Uh, you know what? We could check. Okay. We could check and make sure um, if it... Uh, oh, um, is Rita going out there right now? Yeah, there she is. She's going she's to check to make sure that uh, um, if we haven't packed it already, because we are 
are also moving. Um, that's why our fundraiser was moved up from because it's usually around Valentine's Day that we do fundraising. You're moving. Um, and while we're what's happening is that because they have to come in and redo all the ceilings, we are going to be moved into the um, the sports room. Um, we're moving all yeah. of this, this whole wing into one little room and it's kind of a very interesting as i walked in i do have to admit that you know i don't know how to say this um it's it's not always the neatest right right exactly you walk in the studio right and it looked particularly so so okay that that explains it okay yeah so we are because in fact if you go further back down the down the hallway to um the fm studio um all the records are gone and so that's why all the LPs, it's very, oh. um, it's kind of disconcerting uh, to walk in there and like not see one LP. And it's like, oh my goodness. And and also one of the things that's happening is that during this fundraiser, um, during um, the, the times that people aren't calling 734-763-3500, um, that we're packing up the CDs and and um, getting ready for our big move. So, wow. it's, uh, so we're going to be moving there for like a, a few months and then they're going to redo our uh, venting and we're going to get some new carpeting and and then we're going to move back in. And, um, so um, what, when are you supposed to be back here? Well, I think they're saying three months, but we'll be still on the air. So uh, yeah. you'll be able to still tune in and 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 um, and, and listen to um, all the fabulous things on, on uh, WCBN from um, our various free form to our specialty shows. And, um, and, um, and the other thing, too, is that we had one um, – um, a pledger that was um, saying that they were kind of wondering where Christy went. Um, and um, Christy yeah. had moved, from my understanding, she had moved to um, uh, the West Coast. And I say to my understanding is because I've tried to contact her a few times through the year and haven't gotten a response. So the last I had heard, she had moved to the uh, West Coast to uh, bigger and better things. And, and um we definitely wish her well and think about her often. Wow, so maybe she'll be at creating change. Yeah, there you go. That's maybe what she's doing. Absolutely. So, um, so, but if Christy, if you're listening, we miss you. So, wanted to absolutely say hello. So, um, but, um, but please, um, WCBN is a great, um, especially with all the the radio stations being um, so, I guess, independent and and um, and formatted and things like this. I think it's really great to have a, a valuable community radio station like this and. Um, Please donate, 734-763-3500. And you don't always always donate to closets. I mean, you're welcome to donate to uh, other shows that you find valuable on uh, WCBN. But um, But closets wants bragging rights. That's right. Exactly. Um, So please help us brag, 763-3500 or um, uh, sign in at WCBN.org and click on fundraiser. Thank you so much. Thank you both, Kevin and Keith. This is fantastic. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Closets Are For Clothes every Wednesday night, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor 88.3. You can contact us by calling 734-763-3500 or writing to 530-SAB Ann Arbor, Michigan 48109. And don't forget our new email address, wcbncloisets at gmail.com. The views and opinions expressed are solely those of the speaker and are not the opinions of WCBN or their licensees, the regents of the University of Michigan. For Dan Burns and engineer Alex Belhage, I'm Gabe Javier. Remember, be yourself because you don't get to be anyone else. <laughs>